Guys, we're back together again. hey yeah. the, the gang is all back together. Again, again. Again, again. Same. And this time... With fashionable new scarves. With, with, we got some scarves. Oh, yeah, we got do have scarves. We, I don't have any face cover. Do you have a face cover? Uh, my beard. Your beard is your face cover? Yeah, it filters yeah. out 98.7%. That, technically technically yeah. Of all coronaviruses. Uh, oh, wow. Yep. Nice. You got all of them? One, you got one through 19? You got yeah. them all? All of them. Caught them all, Pokemon style. Well, well, as we twenty and twenty one, just to be safe. I know. Don't nice. even get me started. Well, he on gets, Pokemon he gets that cleansing UV light into his body through the perineum. Uh, so <laughs> I really uh, do. Yeah, no. that is what my is. my eleven a.m. to twelve p.m. is filled with every day. Mm-hmm. One full hour at the height of the sun's power. Yes. The doctors have recommended getting vitamin D, and what better vi- source of vitamin D than per perineum sunning? That yes. is bang for the buck. Minute for minute, that is the most vitamin D you will get guaranteed. And I've heard that taking D right up the butthole is very popular. You know, we've joked about it a lot, but yeah, it does work. We actually have used <laughs> the vitamin D. I wanted it to be a joke, but God damn it, it works. Have Did you, you tried it? The actual perineum sunning? For sure. Oh, yeah. No, oh, rocking. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Chase. You're the one. Chase. Tell us Fantastic. about your experience. All my, all my fitness stats have gone up. Have they? I believe my it. sleep is better. Actually, nice. my sleep's worse. Okay, so if you, get you have your, to wake up to yeah, <laughs> if you get your circadian rhythm tied yeah, to the yeah. sun directly into your butthole, now whenever you wake up is going to be as soon as the sun's up because your butthole's craving it. Yes, yeah. I, I you know it's funny you say that uh, you know someone in jest, but when I was <laughs> in uh, when I was in L.A., I remember it just by coincidence. Like the place the place I was staying in had yeah the room had an east uh, it was on a hill with a, a window facing east, and there was a lot of like glass on that side of the house. So I would wake up with the sun sort of blasting me in the morning, <sighs> and then I would wake up and uh, go up and do my kind of morning meditation and writing with a bunch of sun hitting me, and then I would end up kind of falling asleep because there was nothing fucking do when the sun would go down mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if I've ever felt physically better or more <laughs> attuned or peaceful than I ever because now I'm back and I'm around friends and family and yada 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 <laughs> but it's just like but you know it's like the, that rhythm isn't there anymore and uh, I so there really is something to it everything I was doing my writing uh, meditation everything I my, even my exercise was just better while I was just being bla- only awake Kind of rising and falling with the sun, if you will. Yes. So there's I, something to it. I think I think that makes sense. Generally, when you're, um, you know, bringing your your natural rhythms in line with mm-hmm. being blasted by the sun, <laughs> it, it really does fit into no. what has been the uh, historical experience of our genetics right yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. generally speaking that's we've what's just supposed been, to happen we we've been that's woken right. by being blasted by it. things it's that's just what's, what's mostly happened mm-hmm. <laughs> you know a lot of people think that superman's taking sun directly into his chest when he's supercharging <laughs> but he's an alien and his asshole is actually right in yes. the middle of his chest that's his third eye <laughs> that's his third eye <laughs> Much different uh, meaning for him. We have not missed a beat, guys. We no. have not skipped a single beat. It's it's good to know that not unlike uh, Brent Fikowski's, uh Olympic lifting, we just have it in our back pocket. That's right. Know? We know it's there. We don't need to work on it all the time. Kyle, Damn, fitness reference. We never even talked about why you're here. 
What? Just, in you general? Just, you just were here once last well, week. We did, didn't we? And then we like, I thought we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we did. I think we have talked about it, but we haven't like talked about I it. I think, how many podcasts have I recorded since I've been back? Like three or One. two? Listen, it's easier to count oh, the no, no, ones no. you weren't here for. That's right. We addressed it on the one. Skype podcast. Yeah, we addressed it on a Skype bad. podcast, yes. but we did not talk about the one where you're actually, where I'm actually physically, physically in the room. Well, I was, you know, physically in Cliff's room before. So, you know, geographically I was there, but... Uh, but no, it was just because, I mean, realistically, you know, as things began to just shut down more and more in Los Angeles and it looked like LA was going to stay shut down, it was just a, a quick decision to come back and, you know, during this crazy time be here, you know, and kind of with, uh, with Cliff and with family and all that when in a city that we're in a uh, state that was, uh, opening up a little bit more and was a little bit more livable than being in LA. So with kind of in a wait and see pattern at the moment, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I do want to confirm everyone's. Uh, suspicions <clears throat> this technically does count as a super spreader event because of how jacked we all are oh yes yeah on Dude, average yes. we have the muscle mass of one and a half men per person and you store room. more virus in you your more muscle mass so it is stored in the muscle the mass technically we are a super spreader event <laughs> yes because awesome. we are super, super spread everything i do I is find, super i find that hard to believe because i don't i don't know about you guys but I don't hang out with anybody outside of this podcast. I haven't been anywhere. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I know you guys don't have friends. I've actually traveled a bunch. Yes. (laughs) That's actually very true. I've I've actually been going to the office every day for the last month. Oh, I mean, the, the, the office opened back up, so Cliff, yeah. he's going to work. I've I've gone to Los Angeles and to Washington mm. State. Oh, nice. Um, one, be nice uh, having I, I need to visit the Chaz. That yes. was very important to me. Yes. Uh, I needed to show my... Uh, my support so you, for the autonomous zone. So you were in you were in Washington State I went, recently. I went straight to the Chaz, showed them my American passport, <laughs> got it stamped via Chop. Now oh, I think nice. is what they call themselves. Mm. Participated in some statue burning. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think any of this happened. I, yeah, I'll tell I, you right now. I have I, my doubts. I think I killed the guy. Nice. I'll be honest. You were you were you were one of the nine then. <laughs> I think I killed the guy. I don't know. It was just there are no rules. The over police there, aren't so. enforcing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you so can do whatever you want. It's all good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want. No, I did not. I did I'm not. I'm not go an to the accomplice. Chats. So yeah. if this is real. I did not go to the chest. I'm throwing him under the bus. Uh, I went to uh, calling the police. I went to Eastern yeah. Washington State. I yeah. went to Spokane. The Eastern Chaz. I went to the Eastern. I set. I kind of set up my own Chaz. Yes. In a way. Uh, it was more called the Spaz. Everywhere I go is a Chaz. The Spokane auto- Autonomous yes. Zone. Was Hands off my body. Within you know, six get... feet of me. <laughs> it's really frustrating when I get called Chaz. You tell people your name, you're like, I'm Chase. And they go, Chaz? And you're like, oh, God. No, Chase. Dude, one like, time, I yeah. still remember this. Happened all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> I once called you Chaz like, as like a joke. And you were like, it's Chase. <laughs> I was like, I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> that was fucking... Yeah, that's some deep-seated childhood <laughs> fucking anguish right there. I pushed a button there that I did not want to have pushed. Plus, have you known some bad Chazes? Every Chaz I've ever met, arguably, has been a bad Chaz. Name oh. a good Chaz is really all I have to say. Name Chaz. one well, good Chaz. Well, thing, Chaz is a chosen name, really, because Chazes are Charlies who then choose to go true. by the nickname... Chaz. Chaz. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Chaz, so Chaz what you're is, saying Chaz, is... Chaz is Charles. So dude, Charles... Or Charlene. Charlie. <laughs> and then... So you have That's to choose true. the Chaz nickname amongst the range of nicknames mm-hmm. you have as a Charles. Yeah, Chaz, it's like a Beth. Chuck. It's like a Beth. It's like a Beth. 
It yeah. is like a Beth. There's a, yeah. a, many roads that lead to the Beth, but there's yeah. But you not could be like you could number. be like Beth. You could be Liz. Mm. You could be Liza. You could be Lizbeth. I don't. I don't know about these things, but know, yeah, I yes. guess that makes sense. Same way with Robert, Bob, Bob, Robbie, mm-hmm. Rob, Robbie, Bobby, Oberst. <laughs> okay, you can only I do one it. thing with Oberst. That's yeah. very you true. You have to say all the syllables. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that I didn't know that about Chaz. But uh, I will I will confirm that there has never been and potentially never will be a single redeeming Chaz on the face of the planet. Yeah, including no, 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 no. the one that was that was established in Seattle. Well, reach out to Scales Nation. Are you a good Chaz? And you better fucking be if you reach out to us, otherwise, because we don't want to bring any negative Chaz energy. That is a good podcast. point. At the next at the next iteration of the Fit Fit Beth Games, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to have a division uh, called Fit Redeeming Chaz. Chaz. Redeeming Chaz. What if so, we What if we have a race that's just Chaz's carry Beths? Any team is allowed so long as you got a Charles and a and an know, Elizabeth, Rita and Elizabeth somewhere. Redeeming Chaz is actually our version of the Gulag. So if you fucking fail a workout, yeah. you get sent to the redeeming Chaz, <laughs> the and redeeming. you can work out and get <laughs> brought right. back to the competition. Right. Chaz the Redeemer. <laughs> Chaz of the Redeemer. That's a magic card right there. Chaz, Chaz the, the Redeemer. Redeemer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, yeah. There it is. By the way, guys, now I understand why Escape from New York was a popular movie in Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Why? Because the Chaz is Escape from New York. It was becoming Escape from it's Seattle. True. And would have had it fixated there with criminals and whatever, taking it over and setting up walls mm-hmm. around it, and no one was allowed to go in. Then yep. then we'd have Escape from Seattle. Yes. Or was it more like Escape from L.A., the sequel where Bruce Campbell plays an evil plastic surgery doctor with a crazy Kirk Douglas chin? Is it also that? It's that meets Portlandia. Perfect. Is Good. he is he the guy from uh, Evil Ash? Dead? Yeah. Evil Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Word. Bruce Campbell. Ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a good My hand movie. does that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when I steal shit from the store, that's actually Ash's hand. Yes, we uh, we revisited uh, Evil Dead two the other day for the millionth and a half time. You know what? Still a great fucking movie. Still real good. Lives up. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys caught up on anything that's been going on? Only superficially, to be vaguely, honest. Vaguely, <laughs> vaguely. I mean, I like. I think the headlines have kept me sort of abreast of the major yeah, developments. I've, I've, I've seen the headlines for all of your videos. Okay, loud yes. and clear. But I've kind of. <laughs> I've looked I've, at the thumbnails, and it's told me I've not I even worth I clicking have, to skip I, the ad. Not uh, even worth clicking no, to I skip clicked, the I ad. I clicked. I clicked, I clicked <laughs> on one. I clicked on one and listened to a bit of it as I while always, you were by the lake. And kind of uh, ranting at us about what all was going on. Yeah. And like I saw just so much, so much, so much negative energy was, was <laughs> emanating from the screen that I was like, ah, uh, maybe I'll just, I'll just get uh, get the get the rest of this in person. Yeah. No, I, I've been in order to kind of see through the end of a project I've been working on. I have uh, sort of been avoiding kind of digging in or 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 uh, or really staying uh, staying uh, staying current with uh, everything going on in the world. So I'm a little checked out, not yeah. just from CrossFit but from everything. I, but I, I think I know fair. the major developments. Yeah, because yeah. the last time we recorded, we were literally in the middle of the most. Uh, meltdown moment of like crossfit's history yeah, yeah it was pretty probably. bad it was happening mm-hmm. that like it was day. happening during that moment yeah, 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 yeah. it was happening as we were speaking yeah. all of this was going on it was yes. bad and i was i was not i was not pleased as society at large <laughs> was, was melting down yeah. Yeah, yeah i was not pleased i was in yep. i was in a really weird headspace i was pleasant I, were, I was i was <laughs> pleasant not pleasant i was pleasant yes 
That's N apostrophe T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm not sure things are way better now. No. But at the very least, your spirits appear to be up. My spirits are up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the 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 real killer, the mi- fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind. And killer. so, I think the uncertainty that was surrounding that issue was probably far more difficult to endure than whatever the outcome was. And you know, and I'm sure you're gonna, you know, it has now that it has resolved. Uh, I think there's a big, opportunity, big opportunity sure for us a as better. a podcast to uh, be the first CrossFit adjacent podcast to bring on the new CEO. I think we need Eric Rosa here in person, and then we can make we can we can decide for the whole community if he's a good fit. Yeah, and I don't even really know who he is at all. So well, he's very fit, cool looking. He's bald, nice, and uh, already that has a lot of energy going towards him. He's got good. some Bezos vibes. He's yeah, got yeah. some fucking. The bad guy from Superman. I can't think of his name right now. Lex, Lex, Lex Luthor. Yeah. So you're saying it could go either way. Yeah. He could go like... I'm like, hoping he develops the technology that kills Superman. Is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. So he, the only options are chaotic evil or chaotic neutral yes. is what you're telling me. Yes. He, he has promises of both. But based on his Instagram pic and how curated it is so far, I think we're leaning towards chaotic uh, bad. Oh, wow. oh, really? That yeah, chaotic. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It just seems a little too groomed for He's me. He's like basically the Joker meets Lex Luthor. Yeah, a little bit. No, no, no Joker <laughs> at all. Just all Lex Luthor and Mark Zuckerberg oh, combined. Wow. That's not going to help him get on this podcast, Chase. Yeah, that's... No, no. It's given him an opportunity to come on and, <laughs> refute come on and correct so the record. Yeah. Prove to me no, that you breathe. I'm this isn't the podcast of record, something. Chase. <laughs> I'm going to accuse you of something and force you to come out to deny it. In fairness, that's the Trump that's, method. That's how most of the world works now, actually. So, in truth, you know, we would just have to go way harder in the paint if we wanted to induce that. You know? We it's need like, to come up with a Trumpian nickname for him if you really want to really want to get the public against him. Uh, guys, I really uh, don't. I really don't. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead just, and, just, and pump just the brakes. Before, before we deadlift we Rosa. <laughs> before we completely well, well, uh, scuttle you, you any potential relationship well, well, but, uh, that we can build with this man. You don't want to burn a bridge before it's built? You uh, know, I you don't. don't I know I don't. It's no, hard to okay, believe. No, it's okay, hard no. to believe. I do rounded not want to back burn. CEO. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he seems he seems super promising. <laughs> seems really nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And he changing seems your tune now. Chase. Super ecstatic to be the CEO. Yes. Very Things that stood out to me is that yeah. during his little interview with uh, Castro, he was like, you know, when I first got into CrossFit, I thought to myself, man, I would love to run this at some point, and that sticks out because I've never thought that about uh-huh. anything I've ever started. <laughs> well. If you- Maybe Man, I would love to be Van Gogh. If you were a professional <laughs> runner of things, then yeah. there you go. That's just some big, big dick energy that I can't understand. Oh yeah, yeah. That is very true. I, 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 that that's a that's a unique mindset of a guy, you know, who starts doing this thing and he's like, mm, mm-hmm. pretty sure I could do this way better than anybody else on the face <laughs> of the planet can, and just has no like. Yeah, I'm just stating a fact. I don't know. I don't know what else you want from uh, me. I also have that sense, but it's not to take over the thing that I'm in. It's to see the thing that I'm in, see that it's good, and then conceive of another thing which can rival it and crush it in competition. Damn. But he, yeah, he he wanted to go on the inside. Though. Yeah, he, right. he went the inside route. What's mm-hmm. gonna be? What's gonna be the thing? What, oh, what's your? I don't know, but we're gonna but, figure uh, it but out. that would be. We're gonna figure it out. The 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 four of us. Hell yeah, I'm down. All right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. CrossFit Part 2. That's yep. the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Speaking of that, what on earth will 
Glassman do in his retirement? Will he be a quiet person in his retirement, or is he a person with money and a motor who's just going to do something? Don't know what that thing is. What's your instinct, Armin? What's what's the next CrossFit Part Two? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) technically it'd be Part Three because we just started. Oh yeah, shit. Sorry. Well, first was CrossFit. Now it's Glassfit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What will he do? Good name. All weights replaced with panes of glass. Better for grip strength. I actually. I don't have a good. No pains, no gains. There it is. (laughs) Uh, I actually don't have a really good read on that. Yeah. I mean, he he told us. He's, so he's just going to homeschool his kids. He wants to. He wants to step out. I think for a little bit. I think uh, he's. I think he's been over a lot of things for a mm-hmm. while. And that's pretty clear based off of how's how he's sort of run across it over the yeah. past couple of years. Um, but I think my first guess is going to be that he's going to go quiet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Probably because. He wants to and is more interested in being out of the limelight, um, at least really aggressively out of the limelight. Mm -hmm. Um, But also probably because I think he just wants to take time to figure out and deal with all the fallout from this. I can imagine that he doesn't immediately know. He he didn't see any of this coming necessarily. So So, I imagine it's going to take some time to figure out everything. Why are you booing me? I'm right. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's how he feels right now. That's how he feels right now. Um, So... Yeah, I think I think he's probably gonna move. Uh, he's probably gonna find somewhere uh, relatively quiet and expansive to live, and like he's gonna Texas? sit on a giant pile of money, like Wyoming? Texas, take care of his family. Joe Rogan's moving to Texas. Everybody, I, I mean, mean listen, I think we've, we figured that out. Here's so. what here's what we do know. We know Rogan's moving to Texas. Elon Apple's. Musk is moving to Texas. We know Elon Musk is moving to Texas. We know Kanye West is moving to Wyoming. So already in Wyoming. Kanye West is living in Wyoming. So if I had to guess, I too am moving to Wyoming. I would say I've been waiting to tell you guys something like that. (laughs) Have you ever been to Wyoming, Chase? (laughs) I have not. (laughs) There's nothing there. Yeah, it looks very West Virginia-like. Perfect. Uh, Except that's Kanye West. Exactly what they're looking for. Aren't the Tetons there? No, wait, where is, uh, yeah, there's the uh, outside of Yellowstone, outside of the National Park. Where is that? Actually, that's a good point. I have no idea what state that's in. So, but in most of Wyoming, what here's what my memory of, of going through Wyoming. If you're from Wyoming, I love you, and this is, but, but this is a lot of the yeah. state, and I'm sure you'll agree. For, we'll agree with this. Is it's very, 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 very flat. Wyoming is what is, isn't it? The one, the one state. Uh, sorry, very, very flat and empty. This is the one state that has those fewer uh, uh, representatives in the House of Representatives than senators because the population is so small, it's all one congressional district, I, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that might have changed in recent years, but that was certainly no, a fact I th- when I, I went so. through one, U.S. history. There's, there's one or a couple of states yeah. that are like that. I think Wyoming is there. So, so it's yeah, the most sparsely populated. populated. Yeah, sparse population. That's impressive. I would have guessed West Virginia was the most sparsely populated. Nah, anything it's on the Atlantic small. coast is really, yeah. is really crowded, you know, Relative to the shit that out, makes sense. out in the you got to no move good, to get to Wyoming. There's no good songs about Wyoming. No, at least there's at least there's one a whole good album song with about it. West Virginia. Yeah, that's a good point, but it's not about Wyoming. You know what I mean? You don't sing along and be in like, a meta, meta, metaphysical way. Take yes. me home to Wyoming. That doesn't uh, exist. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Who? Who? Ah, shit, I'm blinking. John Denver. John Denver. Thanks, John mm-hmm. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Put us put West Virginia. He on had the map. a whole slew of songs that were about places in the United States. Mm. Pretty That's sure. very smart. That is a very Him, smart move. He and uh, and the boss. You could make a song about a state and it could suck, but they're going to blare it yeah, because yeah. it's about them. Shit, uh, that's Bruce a good Springsteen. idea. That's Bruce, a really good Bruce idea. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. has like a song about like every state, I think. I know. That's the smartest idea ever. I now get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that's You're going to get streams for the band because... 
for the band yep. every song about a different state or locality mm-hmm. where we know it'll be a hit there. There's the band the names twist. itself there's, about states. There's <laughs> there's the twist. You thought CrossFit 2 Electric Boogaloo was actually some sort of exercise. It's no. not. It's a band. It is a band. <laughs> Surprise. Yep. Didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Dummies. Yeah. I'm in, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, be just party, just party, raise the roof type songs, yeah. making local references yeah. to whatever you yeah. know. So well, that's visit- why you have those talk down sections in the songs where they just name fifty five different states. Because we're gonna rock in Dallas and Wyoming and California, fucking and Dallas, New York, state. and you know. Well, there's literally Dallas is said in a ACDC song, so that's where I'm starting, and now I'm migrating to a bunch of different states of and other localities, of course, to give you a taste of what one can expect in those country or rock and roll talk down sections. You know the sections I'm talking about. Yes. They're going to bring the rock and roll to various localities, or you know, the spirit of USA is coming out of a bunch of different localities, more in a, a, a sort of the country setting. You've you've heard them before, no doubt. I think I think that that highlights another another niche is you get down to the city level, mm-hmm. like obscure cities. Yeah, and then that's how you really pick up the streams. Like yeah, you, you do it all by data science. You're like, where's the he- most heavily populated place that doesn't have a song that mentions their city? Shanghai. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Done. make. What's that song going to sound like, Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. Shanghai. Let me, here, let me vocally approximate it. No, I, I don't know. I don't speak Mandarin yet, but I'll learn, and it will be very tasteful. On point. Tasteful. Yes. I can't wait. Y- yeah. You won't get any social points docked for listening to it in China. Plus, Respectful I mean, if, of the government. Good. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, in a, lot of, in a lot of places in Asia, and we know that this is the case in Japan, they love English in their songs. If you've ever listened to Japanese or South Korean pop music, it's lots of, oh, babies, and I love yous. Hmm. I'm, so what I'm saying is in, in, in Asia, the Asian pop market, pop music market, I am already ahead of the game. Did we just learn something about Kyle? Is is Kyle a K-pop stand? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> no, I actually haven't. No hesitation. I haven't heard much of it, but what I have heard, full English. That's what I'm saying. So I'll be very popular. I'm very concerned that we're in a simulation and K-pop just got updated uh, into my version of the simulation because oh. I hadn't heard that word until like a week ago. And oh, now it's really? nonstop. Uh-oh. Oh, that's interesting. Pops up in everything. Yeah, It's yeah. very very disconcerting for me go, go down the rabbit hole no Chase. thanks i'm good mm-hmm. go learn about what are k-pop bands yeah there's like I a really, one pop, there's one, like a really uh, popular one but i don't know what its name is uh black pink isn't oh, one of them i don't know black that pink? i don't know any of that there's just like a really popular boy group right now isn't there from there's Korea? quite a few real popular yeah, so boy yeah, groups with, with i think K-pop i think black and, a uh, girls band though i don't know yeah so k-pop is taking off uh parasite wins best picture really looking up for south korea yeah yeah hmm. yeah good job south korea that's right. north korea not so much not, not so much yeah. not so much north korea maybe you know no. up your game yeah yeah you know i mean just and here's I'm the not ready option. to make any threats towards North Korea. I'm not and threatening. I'm just saying. Show us Kim Jong Un. Show us that he's alive. Ill? Did he die? Yeah, Kim Jong Il. Ill? No, Un. it's Un. Well, now they're both so, dead, so it doesn't so, fucking matter. But I'm pretty sure I got it right really, the first time. We are really up on up on our uh, world yeah. history. Has he emerged from not being no, I'm in pretty public sure his yet? Sister is is now. Okay, that's uh, what we thought. We think he's we think he's dead or ill, and his sister is taken. Well, he's I, thought, I thought he, he came Ill. out. He's Ill. Okay, Kim Jong Il. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, there we go. I, I, I think he's yeah. fine. I thought they came out and said that he was fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's oh, true. They, that's true. They did. They did come out and say he's fine. So he's they fine. Wouldn't, they wouldn't lie to us about that. So yeah, he's fine. Of course, he's okay. 
If you can't trust the North Korean government, who can you trust? Who can you trust? We're going to need a lot of friends over there. I'm starting to think that you didn't get tested for coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, uh, uh, but South Korean cinema, hugely influential to Cliff and I as we emerged from film school. It was kind of a golden age uh, for South Korean cinema. Bong Joon-ho, mm-hmm. Chan-wook Park, Kim Ki-duk, others. Um, so it's been really interesting in the last few years to kind of revisit that and see that I think I, I just assumed that there was like at least a baseline level of awareness that you know cinema comes from places like Korea and other cities and yet I found uh, having hilarious conversations with uh, uh, yes yeah. uh, <laughs> I was going to uh, be like oh what uh, but uh, but uh, but since since Parasite came out one of the best things has been just people waking up to the fact that like I didn't even know there were movies from <laughs> South Korea I'm like <laughs> They've been making them for years. This isn't the first one. Turns out some of them are really fucking good. Like some of the best movies in the world. I laugh, but I have that same thought about Russia. Like I'm confident nothing happens in Russia that's a movie. Because every day is a movie there. Why would you film any of it? Everything's shot through dash cam in Russia, as far as I'm concerned. They have no other Probably cameras. should. It'd be more entertaining. They're doing their own big CGI epics, but the dash cams are what... The, that's the media that the rest of the world If that consumes. hasn't happened, why has that not happened? The whole movie through a dash cam? shot through dash cam. Yes. Any, any video you see on the internet with fucked up white people, it comes from Russia. Yep. In Florida. In Florida, that's for true. sure. That's true. But you can usually tell the difference. The weather. The, the sky. The big difference. <laughs> More palm trees in Florida. Yep. If people mm-hmm. look super miserable, Russia. If people look way too happy, Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the topic of the the love, like the topic of craziness tends to be different. You know, I think in Florida, the topic of craziness is like way out there conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and that's not allowed in Russia. So you, no. there's none of that. No. There's none of that. And Russia. more anacondas and pythons in Florida than yeah. in Russia. For sure. Actually, we don't know. I mean, there's probably a lot of Russian I'd gangsters with pythons. Si- yeah, shit. the Siberian python trade is yeah. is healthy. Yeah. Every, every, that way. every Russian healthy. gangster we all know has in his lair the button where he presses it and then the floor opens and yeah. then the person falls yes. and they're eaten by the giant python. And that's the question. We all know the same Russian gangster. Right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the question Sergio. is which which <laughs> every Russian banya has one of those at its entrance just right. in case. He works down the street. Exactly. Yeah. Um <laughs> I guarantee you an easy way to tell the difference between a Russian dash cam footage and Florida dash cam footage is how how they react to the gator on the side of the road. Florida people, unbothered. Russian people, guarantee you they're going to be fucking bothered. Yep. Is that fucking gator? They're all running. Florida, <laughs> I'm going to pet it. Yep. Get this on TikTok. Yep. Yep. Get yep. this yep. on TikTok. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's, it's because in... in... Tick croc. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Take that one with you, everybody. How about that for a new app idea? Guys, we've done so much today. We've launched a band slash new workout movement. Uh We've come up with Greg Glassman's newest version of GlassFit. Chaz the Redeemer. We came up with Chaz the Redeemer. How could you forget that classic? Uh, We also have TikTok. TikTok, which is a a Florida-based version of TikTok where you synchronize the audio of pop songs or other videos to... Um, taxidermied gators, yeah. which everyone in Florida has around, and yeah. you go, you shake them at the camera, and you do voices like I don't know if I knew one TikTok, I would do graham a voice. cracker, and not exactly. to be not to be You're confused welcome. with tit crock, 
which is yes. Croc's new line of bras. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Whoa. It's just made out of Croc material. Uh, I guarantee you there's a market. Yeah, yeah, for sweaty boobs. If I can trademark another one. We're, we're blowing up here. <laughs> Scale is needed as everything. I don't know. That sort of looks like American Gladiators there. I could yeah, see yeah, that yeah. as like American Gladiators top like made of Yeah, their new material. activewear line, Tit Croc. Uh, Tit Croc, uh, yes. feel like uh, uh, those we, big multicolored pads everyone had in the 90s and martial arts mm-hmm. things. If we stuff. focus group that name, I don't think it's going to come out well. Mm-hmm. Would you shop at Tit Croc? Mm-hmm. I feel like most females aren't. No, mm-hmm. you just you shorten it to TC. They're like, oh, you getting some of that TC? Yeah, of course mm-hmm. I'm getting this at TC. Terms and conditions. It's good for you. Uh, Everyone regularly says wife beaters, so I think they'll uh, they'll uh, get used to it. <laughs> that is a very interesting Holy thing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have that that moment in time where you had to wear a wife beater under every shirt that you wore? No, no, no none of you went through that. No, no. Never did that. But phase. you, you all, you grew up in Texas. You grew up in Southern mm-hmm. California, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe in colder places is yeah. the thing. But I mean, from probably third grade until high school, I wore a wife beater under every shirt. <laughs> really? And that wife beater was yeah. tucked into my pants. Yeah. Ah. That way, if you like bent over, your ass crack isn't showing. It's a good call. Okay, I yeah. get it. I and get it. your nipples don't chafe. You know, you're oh. running around as a kid. That shirts normally had a graphic on it. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to chafe. Yeah, no, no, no. It I, was I a like very it. Pro move. I dig it. I, I understand it. When you but when you grow up in Texas, certainly you're just trying to wear the least, <laughs> least amount, amount of clothing, clothing possible. Yeah. as you're experiencing outside right now. Uh, so no, there's never any wife beaters. But also, I have a very pear shaped body. I'm very narrow in the oh, shoulder and uh, wide in the hip, and that that is a very unflattering. Sh- any tank but, top of any kind, highly unflattering. It it reinforces <laughs> that that teardrop or pear shapedness to my body. It, it's very similar. <coughs> no matter no matter what you look like, <laughs> unless you're Fifty Cent, you look stupid in a wife beater. And but I always thought it looked cool until yeah. the moment, like right before gym class, I would take that pop, you know, pop the shirt off to switch into gym clothes, and for a moment you see yourself in the mirror and you're like, mm. <laughs> it's not good for your, it's not good for your self esteem no. mid mid school day. Yeah, so. undershirts, um, any sort of layer under layer uh, has really not made it mm-hmm. into the 21st century i feel like hey, I, it I, does it does in northern climes i would think yeah i think it's still very much a thing yeah. in new york that's like weird. those areas if you wear if you wear a button-up shirt you know most folks are wearing undershirts oh yeah. certainly if i'm wearing anything buttoned up you I'm have an undershirt on right yeah, now literally there you go but i'm definitely no. wearing a shirt underneath it but you're thinking just the dedicated like almost like an undergarment yeah like you're not supposed to show it yeah yeah. Well, I tell you, it's a great option because you can easily go from being ready to have brunch and hang out with your family mm-hmm. to fucking throwing hands <laughs> and being taken in the back of a po- police car, man. <laughs> like, you got an yeah. outfit for both. You're ready. You're ready for your mug shot already. You don't need to bring any sort of outfits or changes. It's or... like necessary uniform for <laughs> waffle Sir, houses. sir, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna take this shirt off. Perfect. For this picture. Uh there it's just a, it's a good way to announce to everyone, come after me. I'm the one who needs to be arrested in this kerfuffle because <laughs> I'm wearing a white beater. <laughs> it is really just a labeler. Yes. Like, honestly, it's like, who is at fault of this? This, <laughs> this is all domestic this dispute. Started this. Yeah, this guy started this. Ah, I see the wife beater guy. I think there's still dried blood from last yes. time we took him in. <laughs> the shirt that earns its name and reputation from exactly this incident it, being repeated it, it, over you know and over It earned again. its name and reputation mm-hmm. from one specific source. From the television show, Cops, mm. now no longer in existence. Oh yeah, 
Did Ch- it cops really? is canceled yeah, with canceled. all with all the with all the kerfuffle about cops. Just it just got canceled. Wait, no, no. I mean the wife beer. Wife beer got his name from the show cops. That's my Probably. hypothesis. Every <laughs> name is every that's every my main character well, I, wore the, one. The, 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 the question is, did his did it historically predate the existence of the show cops? The I name think wife no. I think wife beater. People referring to that as a clothing uh. item is well post cops. That and the is like 10, 15 years post cops. Yeah. So I think it's seeing on cops again and again and again people with blurred faces in wife beaters true. beating their wives because it's always domestic disputes. I, I will it's also, always drunken domestic disputes yeah, on yeah. cops. I will also add to the, the wife beater. A good wife beater works almost like shapewear for women. Mm, like if you are yeah. just an exploded can of biscuits underneath that, you can seal it uh-huh. inside that. And that's what I was doing. It, uh-huh. it held the man I, boobs down. So it's like Spanx. Yes. Yeah, I could see. I Now that I can appreciate. I can appreciate anything that will be slimming underneath. I've just never in my life, and again, being in Texas, I'm mostly in t-shirts. I've never put a t-shirt on under a t-shirt. It just feels redundant. I don't like it. I so uh, Exactly. Only it felt under, so foreign to me yeah, for so yes. long. Hmm. Only yes. under button-up shirts. So what's the verdict, Armin? Are <laughs> we, uh, what are you discovering about the phrase wife beater? I'm discovering that in the U.S., uh-huh. uh, it is... It is just commonly put together with ethnic slurs. Apparently, it's oh, like good. Uh, uh, against specifically Italians. Oh yes. Oh okay. Uh, okay. But okay. The term "wife beater" reportedly became synonymous for an undershirt after a criminal case in 1947. 47. A oh, Detroit no native named James Hartford Jr. was arrested for beating his wife to death. Holy shit! News outlets printed a photo of Hartford in a stained undershirt and referred to him as "quote the wife beater." Ah, damn! That guy is like the Jordan of undergarments <laughs> in <laughs> Russia. That's a far darker source for that. Tank uh, tops are colloquially known as alkoholikchkas. Ah, <laughs> so where? yeah, in Florida, uh, in in Russia. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's it is kind they of sound the same. It's, it's kind of in. named after yeah, it's kind of named after the worst of the worst wherever it is you are. Oh, hmm. Now we that, know that makes sense because where I'm from in West Virginia is densely populated with Italians. Like we have like an old Italy in one of the towns that that's I pretty grew interesting. In. Yeah, they used they they use certain words for Italians that I'm not comfortable repeating. Uh-huh. You, you can, can be you, racist you have two Italians, Italians here. It's completely yeah, we, yeah. you have yeah. two two quarter Italians. Yeah, you here. guys can read it. It's not a big deal. Cool. You'll figure it out. Nice. Damn. But, you know, we get it. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of Italians wore tank tops, yes. undershirts in the, the early mm-hmm. 20th With century. hair on the shoulders. That's the key to the Italian Jane. wife beater. Hair poking up, yeah, no yeah. matter the age. James Caan, sure. hairy shoulders in, yeah, the in The Godfather. Very hairy shoulders. Even though he's yeah. not Italian, but he played one on TV. Yeah. You know, I just... Uh, this was random and has nothing to do with anything, Doesn't but... Matter. uh <laughs> Marlon Brando, whenever he won for The Godfather, mm-hmm. he won his... What, what did he win? The Academy? Yeah, he won, he won, he won Best Actor, but didn't accept it. Instead yeah. of going up to accept it, he sent um, a Native American chick he did. up yes. to get it. And she's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> a Native American. Yeah, it's big yeah, that's, energy. That's super cool. <laughs> I read that the other yeah. day. Thought I'd drop it here. There you go. Little it, fact. It is certainly a, was a very weird thing. It's a very weird video to watch. It's yeah. like everyone sort of is unsure how seriously to take it or what's going on. It is a very uh, Brando move as yeah, well, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he went that, real fucking crazy. So he did super fast. Did that tell you guys about another thing that I read about Brando about um, a kid was coming up to him to get an autograph uh-huh. and the kid asked him like, how do you know if you're doing a good job when uh-huh. you're acting? Like, how do you know if you're doing good acting? And Brando said, I feel like I've told you this before. No. <laughs> 
Brando, Brando told this kid amongst everybody in front of him, he's like, well, basically, if my butthole is clenched, I know I'm doing a bad job. But uh. if it's loose and relaxed, I'm doing a good job. I'm, doing, right. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You've never so told me that it's before. It's all about perineum setting. Dude, I, I, it. I read this somewhere, and I've tried so hard to find the source ever since. So I don't know if that's real or if it's a dream. Nice. <laughs> I feel like it's too specific to be a dream. Considering, uh, <laughs> but he's dead, little, so that no little kid, it. That little kid? Chase Long. (laughs) (laughs) That little kid, Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) The loosest butthole in all of Hollywood. I mean, and it worked. I mean, did you see Nightcrawler? So good. Yeah, funny you should mention Jake Gyllenhaal uh, not too long ago. He was at the house. Yeah, in Kate's dreams he was. Hey-oh. Not too long ago, woke up in the morning. I was like, Kate, did you have a good, like, how'd you sleep? I ask her every day. Uh, how'd you sleep? And she can't open the door right now because the camera would fall over if she did. So even if she can hear us, uh, I was like, how'd you sleep? And she's like, I I think I slept pretty good. I think I had some good Uh dreams. I was like, oh yeah, good, good dreams. Like what types of dreams (laughs) did you have? And she was like, oh, you know, like, you know, we were, we were out. I was, I was like on like a boat and in like a taxi cab and it was just, it was, it was nice. I was like, okay, who? who were you with and she's like oh you know it's like it's just some some people like whatever it's not a big deal like it might have been it might have like turned into a sex dream or something i was like oh mm-hmm. okay so like i was there she's <laughs> like um actually it was jake gyllenhaal uh, <laughs> and since then yeah. i guess uh i don't know we haven't watched a jake gyllenhaal movie in the oh. house since then but uh <laughs> you know, I will say that. Well, show her Nightcrawler, and if she's still we've into watched him. Nightcrawler. Oh, I think that okay. might have been you're, one of the most recent. We watched uh, you Homecoming. To, you're trying to desexualize uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> by showing him Nightcrawler and Homecoming. I don't think it works. I don't think it works yeah, because yeah, I definitely uh, don't start with Donnie all I'm Darko saying is that Prince is of Persia. That, you know, oh, Jesus. If we're if we're Swoon. going if we. <laughs> If we're going in like a head-to-head competition uh, in Katie's dreams, the recent dreams are sex dream with Jake Gyllenhaal and then Armin pissed her off somehow. So, <laughs> so like, you know, dream Armin and dream Jake Gyllenhaal, there's no yeah. competition there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's no, no competition there. Yeah. Or, or or real Armin and real Jake Gyllenhaal. Plus, you know that's that also dream Jake Gyllenhaal could be whatever Jake Gyllenhaal. So it might be that Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal. We don't know. We don't know. We could have, it could be like that's Jake Gyllenhaal with like serious deltoid mass. And that's like... <laughs> It's very concerning how similar my dreams are to Katie's dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Just sexual escapades with Jake Gyllenhaal and Reed Armin. Except this time you were on top. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's also very strange. Yeah. 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 I, I still haven't quite figured out how to deal with dream me upsetting Catherine. I think that's... Uh, is that a thing? That's a thing. Oh, I've never encountered that. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was only something stand-up comedians talked about. No, that, that's I've real. never encountered that's real. that in real life. Does that happen to you too? It's, it's only happened once or twice. Yeah. But it, it has happened. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It takes it takes a minute. It yeah. takes a minute. Uh, now, I've had, I've had girlfriends get mad at me for things they've daydreamed, <laughs> <laughs> but not things I've done to them in their dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's crazy because yeah. it's them doing it to them. You yeah. Know what I mean? it's a, you know what definitely makes it better? <laughs> Complaining about it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. I'm actually really pumped. This is all going to end with Katie just kicking the down the door. And you, you got, if you guys see the camera suddenly violently shift to the left at the end of the podcast, that's, that's what's happening. There's a really funny, uh, there's a really funny, you guys know Strange Planet, Nathan mm-hmm. Pyle? Yeah. A, oh, yeah. The, does uh, the, the comics. The cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a really funny uh, panel that he does where it's, you know, it's it's this exact situation. Uh-huh. It's like I had a dream last night about you know you in my dreams making me upset, and they're like, uh-huh. yeah, well, you understand that 
that I, that wasn't actually me. That was like that was your dreams, right? And uh-huh. they're like, yeah, I do, I I do get that. And then it like zooms in, and they have like this really like angry look on their face. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, no. that's, that's life. No, and I get it because you know I don't know. And this is this is a great that's a great illustration of kind of the moment we live in that sort of phenomenon. Because what what's what's happening in our dreams? We're entering the spirit world. We're entering our subconscious. We're entering the place from which the underlying feeling tones that are going to motivate us through the rest of our day are going to emerge. So and hopefully that means we're processing in a healthy way a lot of what has the information that's come in over the the previous days, weeks, months, whatever. Um, so. But sometimes things can go awry. Wires could get crossed. She could, you know, have a dream where you are perpetrating something terrible. And so the emotional feeling tone with which she engages with the day is, I don't trust this Armin. I don't trust this guy. So then we have to figure out what is it about Armin? They gave, rise just to that they gave rise to this feeling because tone. The, the subconscious and, mind is far, far larger and more uh, has more calculating capacity than the conscious mind. Yeah. And so the summation of her subconscious processing resulted in that dream that night, meaning the smarter version of her brain mm-hmm. predicted you were a serial killer, whereas yes. the conscious yeah. mind yeah. had See no it. reason to think so. So Armin... Yeah. Where are the bodies? Yeah, the smarter version of her brain knows that Jake Gyllenhaal is a much better lover than I am. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is representative of Armin, of you. Oh, you, yes. Because right. he is I the so prince like this so of Persia. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. so in a way, she actually, it was dreamed up, it was both of them were about me. Yes. yes. No, oh. it's, you know, and again, it's, 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 it's just like an She's Annie. elevating me in her dreams to be the you, peak, but you the think, peak yes. version of that's, what I That's should be. literally how she sees you as the Jake Gyllenhaal of fucking husbands, man. Or, or, or. <laughs> no, no, no. She, I she, like she, this she, interpretation. Her vision, her, vision, her vision was Jake Gyllenhaal from... Uh, from Spider-Man. Brokeback Mountain, oh, okay. Brokeback Mountain, <laughs> and that what she what it was really about was her dream of pegging you. Yes, oh, yeah. she hasn't she hasn't she quite brought that up yet. That's but right. She's already That's right. feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the yeah. version where you have a dagger that reverses time. I like that version too. It's super yeah. sick. But and what can we learn from this? Because this is not. I don't want to sound like we're we're picking on on Katie or women in general. Because this lesson, which we've all experienced, or some of us have experienced, is someone, you know, being mad at us maybe for a dream, kind of underlies the entire cultural moment we're in, where people sometimes will turn on CNN or turn on a phone or turn on something, and then have this feeling tone that overtakes them of panic and anxiety and all sorts of things, and then their conscious mind goes searching for things to justify that feeling tone. So without getting too deep into it, if you want to stop feeling bad, stop looking at your phone, everyone. That's my advice to everyone pretty right good now in this I, in I this didn't moment. hear anything you said because all I could think about was whether Prince of Persia is available on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And if it that, is, that game was I know dope. what I'm doing next week. That yep. game was really good. Dude. Listen, they make a whole bunch of old school games available mm-hmm. for Nintendo Switch. You yeah. can go back and play them now. Witcher 3, uh, Devil May Cry mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3. You could play all these nostalgia games, member berries. They're still <laughs> in the same shitty graphics and still just as bad oh, storytelling. Speaking of member berries, I just encountered this the other day, and it really fucking worked. Uh, it was, uh, I just looked up the very first issue of Fangoria magazine that I, uh, had ever, that we got, uh, when we were like, I was in the third grade, I think. 93 93. October. Wow. And then, so I realized that people were online just digitizing the entire 
magazine. Like, so there was just a person who had, and I could literally just page through a PDF that was every single page of my very first issue of Fango. And uh, which is a horror movie magazine, if you're unaware. And man, there's like every advertisement and everything, and that just had been burned the fuck in there. It was really like there was like, see, buy these new masks for the new movie Army of Darkness just out in theaters and all sorts. And it was just like holy shit. Advertisement Uh, for Nightmare Before Christmas coming out that Christmas. Yeah, yep, yep. That's really cool. Really cool. I I found a similar thing with the uh, with the Bionicle comics. Mm. That Bionicle is a Lego product. But they had comics, and I used to read those as a kid. They're all available online for wow. free, PDF version. Nice. And it's member Barry Lane. That's yes. incredible. That's We have a whole box of uh, Nintendo Powers. Like, every mm. run of oh, Nintendo shit. Power yes. is somewhere in my uh, my parents' house. You should scan those and upload them. I'm sure, I'm sure someone already, already has. Yeah, I'm sure somebody already has. But, but you could do it, too. Used to get, <laughs> but you could do it, too. And then put a cease and desist on their site. Hell, yeah. Claim it. Uh, yeah, I used to read Nintendo Power constantly. It's it's uh, magazines, man. What the fuck happened to them? That's weird. <laughs> the internet, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrolling taking the place. The infinite Asia. scroll. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. The, the infinite, infinite scroll. Yeah. What if this magazine never ended? What if the scrolls of Marvel, <laughs> the bad shapeshifters, are actually a psychic prediction of the scroll? Because the scroll, a constantly shape-shifting image delighting us with pictures on our phones, the scroll really is secretly taking over the world, just like in the secret whatever in Marvel. Secret War. Yeah. So I think we should all revisit Captain Marvel, you guys. (laughs) I I, I see that. I could see that. You've done a lot of push-ups today? or Plenty of push-ups today. Yes. Uh, No, not as many push-ups as you would think. But I am actually doing real push-ups Do push-ups code for something else? I did. Yes. Um... (laughs) I did do a bun- I did do a kettlebell workout though for the oh, first time snap. in fucking forever. How'd that just go? Pure, well, I mean, it's just what Cliff's doing like literally every day, which is a hundred kettlebell single hand kettlebell swings. And I did that, and I think I'm going to get into doing these kettlebell things. Yeah, not yeah. literally every day, Kyle. I yeah. haven't been that. No, good, there you go. That's the, that's well, the you guys see the the Rogan thing with Pavel. Oh yeah, that I think was the inspiration. And he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, for the past for the past like several years, the only things I've ever done are swings and dips, which is pretty good, pretty good. And Mm -hmm. I gotta say, you know, I don't have dips, but I got swings. It's not something I would have been as open to before, but just being forced to constantly work out with all I had in LA was like two fifty pound dumbbells, two twenty five pound dumbbells, and I just began to realize how even I started putting away a lot of it and going outside with like one just one fifty pound dumbbell, and then just doing like a bunch of single handed snatches alternating, and then push ups, and then grab the dumbbells and do farmers carries, but just getting more used to working out and getting my body tired with just like one heavy rock. And I think that opened the door in my mind to be like, it would be a lot fucking easier if I could just take care of all this shit with a kettlebell. So Cliff seems to be experimenting with that more than I am now. But I, it, God, it's appealing. The idea your whole gym is just a fucking rock that you have and you can just mm. sort of figure everything else out. I'm missing pull-ups. You're, though, you're inner hard. caveman. That's right. A pull-up really, pull dip station. Good investment. Yeah, we should, especially at, at, in times like these, we should invest in a pull-up and dip station. You, you look guys. like you've uh, you look like you've lost some weight, Kyle. An enormous amount of weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm significantly smaller than I have, uh, uh, than I was uh, upon departing Austin. But that was really a function, again, of quarantine and the fact that during quarantine it has just been easier to sort of regulate food intake and, and sun, getting and blasted exercise. by the sun. Yep. Yeah, and getting and obviously all the sunning. It is but, exhausting uh, to get blasted that but, often. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but you know, getting blasted by the sun and all that and 
and uh, Doing green, green tea, green tea, green yeah. tea is another good one yeah. uh, that helps. But no, it's uh, it's actually been kind of interesting. I will say this as someone who experimented for years and years and years with all kinds of uh, restrictive diets and things. We've done keto. It has been I, I don't for, for the for those who know, they know. Yeah. They've listened to this podcast for a long time. They've seen us do all the different, the ketos and the low carbs and all of that over the years. But what I have found, and this was a really important lesson for me, which is that putting that much energy, that much focus, that much chi, if you will, on the idea, the act of eating and food itself would always net, regardless of how much I thought consciously I was controlling my eating, in just sort of a global trend towards fatness and unhealthiness. As I would, you know, do well for a while, but then stress out about what I was eating and then go wildly off my diet for a while. But then the fact that whenever I was, you know, uh, stressed, I would always just think, man, pizza, ice cream, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. And I didn't realize how much my dieting, I think, was feeding that subconscious anxiety around food. And I've noticed that in the last couple of years, as I have gone off my diet, really just because I've had other positive things in my life to focus on, as I've gone off of focusing on it consciously, even though I'm eating less clean and all sorts of things, I just globally... I think I'm I am losing weight. I'm feeling healthier, feeling leaner, and all of that. And I realize how much of that perhaps is, and I can't fully account for it. I think the stress and everything being removed helps, but I think a large portion of that is also just by taking that stress out of eating. Then I don't need necessarily to constantly kind of snack or have a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream because it's been a bad day, and therefore those big fluctuations of like on diet, off diet, which aren't good for you anyway and make you feel like shit all the time, have kind of at least you know their their intensity has has diminished. Mm. And so uh, I only put that out there for lots of people who have probably jumped around between ketoing and especially on this podcast or, or paleo paleoing or zoning over the years that try taking your focus off of food for a bit you know and again in a weird way and it sounds strange but just just it's like meditation has helped me lose more weight than uh than fucking running (laughs) like i would run and I'm not saying that running's bad. Everyone should run. Running's good. Whatever. But whenever (laughs) yeah if you're small it's great. Uh, (laughs) but you know, that constant pressure and that constant effort I was putting towards the thing may have been undermining my goals ultimately because I wasn't taking care of what was in here, Armin. And you got to take care of what's in here. Your butthole. Your butthole. Yeah. Exactly. That's And how do you get light here? Okay. And we know it's possible because Trump said so. <laughs> how do you get UV light in your chest straight up through the rectum? It makes sense to me. That makes sense. my case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I I solve the world's problems. Yeah, yeah, that did it right there. Yes, so I can tell Chase is chewing on this, and I'm this is going to it's big. Gears are turning in Chase's big. head. Big if true. Big if true. Big if true. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. if true. Guys, I don't know what else to say. I think that this has been very cathartic. Uh, I watched five hours of Solar Opposites yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think I lost like. I don't have very many IQ points to drop, and yeah. I lost quite a few. Yes. Do you guys feel the same about Solar Opposites? I like I it a lot. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. 
but I, I don't never think, seen a single. I don't episode. think it's oh, my. Yeah. I don't think it's my cup of tea. No, really, because I. But I, I don't know. As someone who likes Rick and Morty, I just find it as another good little dose of fun and but much on a much dumber level but just all dick and fart jokes and yeah. violence and yeah. it feels all like of that. it feels like an episode of interdimensional cable yeah but yes. turned into its own show kind pretty of much, pretty much uh, well well the, that's the dynamic between uh uh dan Harmon and uh fucking justin roiland, justin roiland is very clear it's mm-hmm. like uh, Dan Harmon from Community gives all the uh, deep Pop science King, fiction yeah. concepts and the deep dramatic emotional shit. And then Justin Roiland is just... You the chaotic know, id. The chaotic id. You know, dicks and balls and, you know, and all that poor kind of stuff. poor Coca-Cola yeah. on their brain, it'll make them dumb. Yes, and so exactly. I went went into this expecting that chaotic sort of id uh, as a show, mm-hmm. and that is exactly what I got. But I actually really, what I appreciated is that I mean, I'd seen some of Justin Roiland's stuff pre his Dan, Dan Harmon stuff, and it's so fucking crazy and chaotic and nihilistic and insane that it's like kind of it's 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 unpalatable to most so it's kind of interesting to see him his first foray post his long working relationship with Dan Harmon on Rick and Morty and what is interesting is that even in the absence of that I like I mean it's, it's very much as people who kind of emerged from that kind of 90s uh, adult animation loving that kind of shit like these these chaotic and nihilistic cartoons are really kind of that's a sweet spot for Cliff and I we really <laughs> I, like it I just love the wanton destruction of human life there. Yeah, the yeah. aliens just kill She'll kill so and maim people, and hurt which people is just South Park. constantly the whole and time and, and it's all great Yeah, because I'm, you don't like any of the too. humans and you like the aliens and yes, you're fine one to see everything be destroyed and it's great. It's the right attitude But But what I was surprised by was the fact that I, you know, it's surprisingly sane and like there's real characters who mm-hmm. I like and there's Clorvo and there's uh, Terry and I like Yum Clorvo. Yak. It's just the odd couple. It's the odd couple with aliens. Uh, it's uh, And uh, I don't know. I just... I dig it. Both two kids. So I guess it's more of a family dynamic, but it's non-sexual, so yeah, it yeah. seems. So I'm going to call it the odd couple. And the, the epic of what's going on in the wall is great. The epic of the wall. a whole season-long yes. arc about what, what's going on I'm in the wall. I'm all about that. What, yeah. the, what they're foreshadowing mm-hmm. about That's, the pupa, I really enjoy as well. I don't know. There's just a lot of really wait, fun ideas. Wait, what are they... I, I've missed what they're foreshadowing. With oh, the pu- you got to stick to the. You got to stick to. Okay. Yeah, they're foreshadowing that the the pupa is going to destroy the world because that's their purpose. They, for they've being mentioned on it a couple times, but yes. they don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like and it'll be reborn as a different forest type of deal thing. And yeah, it's yeah, a pupa. Yeah. His whole purpose is to be there to destroy all of Earth and kill all humans. Uh, so that's the, the, I thought the, the whole mission pupa. was to repair the ship. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're they they need to repair the ship to get off it because the pupa is going to then destroy the. Why whole are planet. we discussing the plot of Solar Opposites? It's all silly. I I have no idea what you guys. It's not a show. This I, I is will not say a what I, show. This what is... I appreciate the most about it is that just it's completely unconventional. Like, mm-hmm. it, what, mm. there's something about the unpredictability of it, <laughs> and then it's still making sense. And it's just like, man, these guys are still like they're doing dumb jokes, but they're smarter than. I can fathom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and their investment into the wall story gets deeper and more interesting as the uh, as the thing goes on. I I, I, I dig it. So, word. Uh, what else is out right now? A lot of good stuff. Did you guys watch uh, the Five Bloods? I need someone to tell no. me if that's a good movie or not. Five Bloods. The new, Spike, the new Spike. The new Spike Lee joint. No, no. Never watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. And, uh, well, if you guys haven't watched it, then it doesn't fucking matter. Well, yeah. <laughs> the last thing I saw Spike Lee direct to bring it back to South Korea is his remake of Old Boy, oh, actually, yeah. which oh, is shit. not good. It's not mm-hmm. good, but you know, it's there. It exists. Yeah. What are, What are some other big Spike Lee movies? Because I, I can't think of any that I've seen. Do the right thing. Is yeah, the big that, one. that's the big one. Yeah, yeah. That, just watch Do the. That's sort of the the the, the, the main, That's the Pulp Fiction of of Spike, Spike Lee, Lee movies. So watch yeah. that, and then you can sort of spread outward from there. Yeah. Inside Man. Yeah. 
It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I like it's, it's about, I was about to say 25th hour. It's like just the ones that are mostly white people are the first ones that we bring up out of all of Spike Lee's filmography. <laughs> uh, Malcolm, Malcolm X being the other really big one. Uh, uh, She's Gotta Have It was his very first film that he made like for very little. So if you want to see kind of how he made, like that's his clerks. Mm-hmm. Made it very, very small. And it was Guess what she's got to have. Sex. Just guess. But it was the... Uh, it was this interesting thing that kind of emerged in like the pocket of like like the the, the like apparently you know and again this is just film school shit and actually one of our professors uh, John Pearson was uh, the producer's rep on that film oh, shit. and it was like one and it was there was it filled a need which there wasn't any emergent new black cinema in the wake of sort of the black exploitation cinema that when it wasn't really being served by Hollywood and so Spike Lee made this movie that sort of was about adults and about sex and it was about um, you know. It was a film for grown-ups, but it was just had an all-black cast, and it was funny and energetic and weird, and he was in it as well, playing a really weird character. In fact, they actually just adapted She's Gotta Have It into a series like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, the original yeah, yeah. movie's in black and white, though, but they did a series, and they even cast, I almost want to say they cast like an Asian guy to play the role that Spike Lee played. I don't know. I saw the trailer Damn. once. But anyway, so that you see, she's got to have it and do the right thing. That's sort of where things start. I think he made something else in there. Malcolm X is a big one, and then beyond that, I guess see the rest of them. But he makes so many fucking movies. He makes he like one movie a year, so there's a oh, lot of shit. them to see. Uh, one of the ones that was really potent when I was growing up was Bamboozled. That is insane. Yeah, that's that that's a, something. If you yeah. have, if you don't know anything about Bamboozled, yeah. Google it and check it out. It's just basically this weird blistering indictment of I uh, got. It's been a long time of I guess it's the it's the TV or movies again. It's the, the entertainment industry through the lens of literally portraying it as like a minstrel show. Oh, shit. And it's like has Savion Glover in blackface in the actual oh, movie, man. tap dancing and all sorts black of stuff. Black people in blackface entertaining the masses. Yeah, but a great guy. Like Tommy, Tommy Davidson's in it, right? And uh, and Most Death, that was the first time I ever saw him act in anything. And he was just like, he's clearly like a standout who everyone's like, who's that guy? He should be in more movies, you know? Uh, so, and isn't it? Yeah, and then Damon Wayans is the the main guy, in okay. it. and uh, I think Jada Pinkett might be in it too. There's a whole bunch. It's, it's been a long, long time. time. It's been a long time, but it's sort of like his version of Network. Now that I'm thinking, yeah, about that's it. a good yeah, point. So that's actually very, a very good, very much oh, like yeah. Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So word, and but it's all shot on digital cameras and stuff too. So it looks really weird, and it looks very much of that period. But it's full of energy, and it's cheap digital cameras could, from the early, from the yeah. whatever early two yeah, thousands, yeah, yeah, yeah. late nineties. Shit. Yeah, and that rep- and what we've discussed represents, I think, like one thirtieth of his career. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah. Well, massive disservice to Spike Jones. Well, Spike uh-huh. Lee. Spike Lee. Spike Jones is the guy that dresses up as an old grandpa. What, what if it yeah, turns out that this whole time that Chase was just asking about Spike Jones because he just saw where the wild things are and he's been like, do the right thing. Got it. Sorry, And we sent him down a whole rabbit hole. He you distracted me for. mid-thought. You're like, look at the camera. And I was like, huh, Spike Jones? Spike <laughs> 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 <Mike> Jones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> So let's all watch Spike Lee's filmography starting from She's Gotta Have It and all the way through. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. That's your homework, everybody. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would chase. It would make a hell of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you would not run out of movies anytime soon. That's very true. That's true. One, at one a week, you could go on most of the year. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably, yeah, that's true. Has, has he, yeah, you could probably go most of a year. I don't know if he's, he probably has not directed 50 movies. I don't think 50 movies. That's too many. M- majority of a year. Definitely mm-hmm. over, I think over 25, you're safe. That's impressive. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. All right. That's, I, I'm going to call it. Let's call it. Yes. Wow. Well, All right. I, put a fork in it. I'm putting All a right. fork in it. Put I am fork. at Mr. Kyle Bogart on 
the most sensual Instagram account on the internet, which will still exist after this this is done, but the posting has stopped at the moment. But mm. you next. And I am at Cliff Bogard on an Instagram account that has entered the kettlebell, although there's no evidence of it on the Instagram <laughs> account yet, but stay tuned. You'll have to see it. Soon, looking for a 70, if anyone has a 70-pound uh, two-pood kettlebell for me. That's right. Scale Send it nation. this way. Send it this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard to find. I'm at Chase504 uh-huh. on Instagram with two two pood kettlebells at my disposal. Damn. Oh, shit. Nice. Just to flex on you. <laughs> can you spare one? I'll take it. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. I might be able to facilitate it. Word. Yeah, I'll, yeah. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and hanging out. And, uh, man, I guess we'll be back soon. Thanks. Word. Take, take care. Later, everybody. Bye-bye.